1: But right now we're going to go to a, a surfing interview, and it's uh, Ethan Smith, who's announced in the last week that he's stepping down from surfing New South Wales. After almost a decade, he put up a post on Instagram that I absolutely love with some of his highlights. Ethan, good morning, mate. Welcome back to the show. Good morning. How you going, guys? Yeah, we're well, and uh, it was great to catch you yesterday. First of all, can we step through the announcement from the state government and also Surfing New South Wales about the contest at Avoca, at Port Stephens, at Maroubra? It's the Surfing New South Wales Surf Series.
0: Yeah, so I guess it's uh, it's it's the the New South Wales Pro Surf Series was something that we implemented back in uh, 2016. Um, It was basically... uh, It was designed to sort of give, I guess... Surfers regionally a chance to, I guess, uh, engage in a bit of a road trip uh, up and down the New South Wales coastline, and compete, and hopefully get <laughs> enough points to, uh, you know, get into the higher ranked events.
1: Yeah, we love the road trip. Uh, one of the things about the uh, Central Coast contest at Avoca, sixty thousand dollars prize money, I believe, in twenty twenty two, and and parity between the men and the women, so the same prize money. Mm.
0: Yeah, it's pretty awesome to see. I mean, every, obviously everything's sort of heading that way now with, uh, across all sorts of sports. And, uh, yeah, surfing, uh, you know, was a bit of a trailblazer in announcing that, making sure that at the world tour level that everyone is, uh, is seeing pay parity. Um, and that, you know, basically, you know, equal prize money for, uh, men and women. And with this, you know, the depth of talent now with, uh, across both, uh, genders, it's, it's not surprising to see and it's, uh, definitely well deserved.
1: Hey, Ethan, I want to get to your top 10 mm. moments that you posted, uh, but yesterday we were privileged. Molly Picklam was with us back from Hawaii after narrowly missing qualifying for the World Tour in 2022.
0: Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, Moles, uh, she's uh, she's taken that on her chin, to her credit. Um, yeah, she seems to, uh, you know, just be ready to, uh, you know, hit the drawing board again. And I was actually listening to a podcast that referenced her this morning that actually said that, they believe that she's just going to come out and absolutely rip shreds off everyone uh, next year. So, you know, it might actually work in her favour to come out, start fresh, have that little bit of experience on the uh, on the Challenger Series and then just go and rip everyone's heads off come
2: 2022. Yeah, and look, I've got to say, Ethan, it never hurts to, you know, have a couple of um, things go against you or, you know, things don't go quite the way you expected. Setbacks. Setbacks. And, and you know, what, what it will lead to is her... Digging deep, and because there's no doubt she's got the talent and the ability to, to go all the way. And uh, this is just one a little setback for her, but there's no doubt that she'll have a, a massive career further down the track. Mate, just going, as Steve touched on earlier, uh, your top 10 highlights, uh, I'm sure it was a hard list to compile. Let's go through uh, 10 to 5. Let's start. Oh,
0: mate. Well, it's pretty easy, actually, when you are uh, pretty much looking at it only with the eyes of just uh, picking your friends. Uh, so it was actually not too bad. So, and I was pretty, uh, pretty clear about the fact that it was, it was driven uh, mainly by nepotism. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I guess, uh, I guess 10 would probably be just, uh, I guess, the camaraderie I developed with some of the staff members over that time. Um, there was a bit of a double-edged one in there for you know, Jughead, uh, obviously local North Shelley charger, fireman, um, who's uh, you know, pretty world-renowned as a bit of a big wave maniac. He, um, he sort of hit his head back in 2016 or 2017, uh, surfing in Cape Salander at the Red Bull Cape Fear event, uh, and then returned uh, when, the, when the series uh, moved down to uh, Shipsterns. He took off, and uh, he didn't hit his head this time. He just hit his knee or his hip. Um, but he ended up coming second in the comp, more importantly, which was, uh, which was pretty cool to see. Uh, Macy Callaghan uh, winning the World Juniors and qualifying for the World Tour. That was a big one on my list. Um, Molly winning the Central Coast event over Macy too. That was another big one. I was pretty uh, emotionally torn watching those two girls. And uh, and you know, North Shelley coming second in the border I just battled those years ago with was was another one that um still eats me up at night. But, uh you know, a highlight nevertheless. <laughs>
1: hey, uh, tell us, because uh, we're going to get to your number one and Butes and I, we both know what it is and what an incredible highlight it is. But with North Shelley, tell us about that team and why they're so special to you. Because, you know, really, they're taking on... Not just some of the best around Australia, but the best in the world. And yeah, they came within a fingernail of getting it done on a few occasions.
0: Oh, for sure. And to be honest, I think a lot of it was the drive to try and equal a Boca. I mean, obviously a Voker won one back uh, a few years back there and uh, you know, rightfully so. They absolutely killed it that year. So I don't think anyone in North Shelley likes to see a could get a win and then not have one equal. So, um I think a lot of it was the drive to do that. But uh no, I mean it, it was uh, it was pretty agonising. Um, I mean we thought we, you know I think a lot of us thought thought that we had it in the bag, but it's not over until the fat lady sings, and we ended up just uh, getting tipped uh, in those final minutes in that event that year. So that one, um, that one broke my heart. But um, you know, at the same time, there wasn't a whole lot we can really do about it. They happened, and you know, hopefully we'll uh, we'll we'll get
1: one eventually. Hey, you mentioned uh, yesterday when I caught up with you some of the surfers that are coming through on the central coast. Uh, we know the Vaughan brothers. Like, what? what is their potential? But then you throw in uh, Lennox Chell, and you mentioned some surfers at the north end of the coast who could do amazing things as well.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I think just as a whole, no matter whether you're from your minor Beach, McMaster's, all the way up to, you know, Soldier's Beach and uh, the Park area, I don't think it really matters where you are. There's guys there that from every single one of those beaches, every single one of those board riding clubs, that has the potential to really put decent scores on the board. And, uh, you know, they, they might not be, you know, the guys that you notice in every single comp, but they're, they're incredible surfers in their own right. And, um, I mean, you look at uh, you look at people uh, up at Nora Head, uh, you know, like Nate Hopkins and Jet Seacomb Obviously, Jet's uh, dad, Wayne, was a, was a pretty solid surfer back in the, the mid to late 90s there. He was an amazing surfer. Um, you know, so good pedigree there for him. Uh, and then obviously, you know, North Shelley. I mean, I talk enough about those guys and uh, you know, I'll continue to talk a lot about those guys over the years to come, no doubt. Um, but then, you know, you you got guys decent guys from Womborall who are, you know, capable of putting up decent scores in any sort of event, you know, and, and lighting it up on the uh on the junior on the junior series and, uh, and then in Evoker, I mean, Lennox Shell, Byron Stapleton who I probably have uh, forgotten to mention a little bit. Um, you know, they've got the capability of doing really big things in the sport of surfing. Um, and it's, it's just the beginning of their career, really. They're still really young and, yeah, I'm sure that they could come out and, uh, and, you know, really, uh, really turn the world on its head, uh, if given the opportunity in the coming years.
2: I love the fact that we've got so many coaches up here that are doing so many good things uh, in the surfing world, and uh, it's going to be great to follow their their future and, and see how all their progression and see how they go, mate. Give us your number one, hit us up, Ethan. Let's hear it, mate. The number one, the drum roll's oh. coming.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, purely self-indulgent regions, mate. I think it was probably the Olympics, mate. Going over there and being able to see uh, the one of sort of only five members of Team Australia being able to stand on the beach and watch our surfing play out it's made in its maiden year on the sands of our. Uh, Uh, I can't even remember the name of the beach I was at now, but um, yeah, well, I was there. So that was uh, was definitely a highlight, and uh, I think that's something I'll remember forever. Yeah,
1: Yeah, and Owen Wright winning the bronze medal. And uh, I mean, how epic was that? And then I mentioned to you yesterday the highs and lows of, you know, just seeing the devastation from Sally Fitzgibbon and also Steph Gilmore and what it meant to them to be at the Olympic Games.
0: Oh yeah, mate. As I said to you yesterday, mate, it was a total roller coaster. I mean, you know, from one minute being in the car with someone who was highly emotional because of you know an, an earlier than expected loss, to you know seeing them down the beach and cheering for someone to you know rip Gabby Medina's head off was a total. <laughs> uh, you know, it was an emotional roller coaster. It was the full nine yards of every sort of emotion you could you could feel. You know, like it was. You know, it was anger. It was sadness. It was. It was happiness, it was excitement, it was soak It was pretty much everything. And it was all bottled into a three-day event window um, that was run in some pretty weird circumstances, considering that the world was, uh, you know, hammered by COVID. So, um, you know, it was it was a bit of everything. But, you know, I I'll sort of look back on it with nothing but, um, you know, pretty uh, pretty proud eyes.
1: Yeah, well done, mate. And uh, can you just uh, give a plug to where you're going next? Uh, yeah, so I'm uh,
0: moving over to Surf Hardware. Uh, which obviously make uh, FDS and, uh, and, you know, soft tech boards. Uh, doing a similar sort of job there, just uh, doing a lot of the digital content. Uh, still will be actively involved in, uh, in surfing, no doubt. And, uh, yeah, hopefully just trying to do more of it.
1: Yeah, well done, mate. Good uh, job, you, you're getting a uh, standing O. Well done, mate. Well done. First one of the morning. Uh, congratulations on everything you've done for surfing, not just here on the Central Coast, but also New South Wales and Australia. Well done, mate. Uh, congratulations and thanks for being a part of our show.
0: No worries. Thanks so much for having me on, guys. Really appreciate it.
1: Ethan Smith joining us this morning, a.k.a. the doggy, and uh, great to have him on board on our final show of the year.